Encoded, Season 1, Episode 4, Out of My Head. Dr. Malone? Hi, it's Patrick Copeland. Patrick, it's so good to hear your voice. It's been a while. It's good to hear your voice, too. There's really no tactful way to say this, but Nani's been murdered. No, Patrick. I'm so sorry to hear that. I think whoever did it was trying to get to me. My wife and I are on our way to South Carolina to see you. I have some questions I need to ask you in person. Well, I'm actually in Wisconsin at the moment. Are you on vacation? No, I'm doing a private gig. I didn't know geneticists did private gigs. It's not that uncommon, you just don't know that many geneticists. Well, you got me there. You're welcome to come up here if you want. I'm in a small town called Echo. Uh, okay. We just need to figure out a secure way to get up there, though. It's probably not safe to go through orbits and book our tickets there right now. Let me take care of the travel. I'll make the arrangements and email you the information. Uh, thank you. We appreciate everything. It's the least I can do. I can't imagine what you're going through right now. I know Nani meant the world to you. We'll see you soon. You've always wanted to go to Wisconsin, right? Nope. Me neither, but at least one of us needs to look real happy to be there. He's taking care of everything for us. That's very nice of him, but I'm still not sure why we need to see him. The people that killed Nani. I think they're after something I have. It's the knowledge for a genetic overwrite that my father created. He intended it to be used to eliminate diseases predetermined by our genetics, like Down syndrome and sickle cell. But information about a sequence that can alter someone's genetic makeup tends to travel fast. And to the wrong people. After a while, it just became too dangerous for my dad to live a normal life. He went off the grid and left me with Nani. Where's the information for this override at now? Because if it's back at our house, then we have to go back for it. My dad, through hypnosis, buried the info in my subconscious. But with my brain not being the same place it once was when my dad stored it, I don't know if it's still there. The damage done in all the medication might have pushed it out of my head altogether. And Dr. Malone could find it if I've retained it. I know how all of this sounds, but I promise I'm not having an episode or anything, Marina. I know. I believe you, Patrick. That attack three years ago, was it because of the overwrite? It could have been. Why didn't you tell me? Would you have believed me? Especially knowing what it did to my head? I'm actually not sure why you believe me now. Dr. Malone was my dad's best friend. They created that overwrite together. I'm hoping he'll be able to scrub the information for it from my mind if it's still up there. That's the only way to stop them from coming after us. Uh, how are we supposed to notify these people and tell them we don't have what they want anymore? I don't know, Marina. I just want this fucking thing out of my mind. The next person they're going to hold over my head is you. I'm not going to watch you die for a bunch of data that's never done anything for me anyway. Sleep on it. Sleep on it? Yeah. If you wake up in the morning and still want to find a way to get rid of the greatest thing your father has ever given you, you can ask Dr. Malone to help you. 
Why would I change my mind about not wanting to watch you die? Hey, if you have a handbook on how to handle everything you've just told me, then give it to me and I'll read from the chapter that deals with this. But if you don't, then sleep on it. Are you taking anything I'm saying seriously? Of course I am. Wait, are you upset because I'm taking this too well? No. I just want to make sure that if it finally hits you later what all of this means, that you don't spend the rest of your life hating me. I'm not going to hate you. What would even be the point of that? I mean, this is all weird as fuck, yes, but none of this is your fault. We'll handle this the way we handle everything else, Patrick. One acorn at a time. Let's deal with the breakfast acorn right now. We should stop somewhere and eat. According to the GPS, we should be in Norfolk by 6 p.m. if we don't make any more stops. No can do. I need sleep. Ten hours of driving is my cap. We can pick him in the morning, then. I'll call Dr. Malone and let him know. Why did he pick an airstrip in Norfolk anyway? Did he forget that Nani lived outside of Miami? He said that Norfolk was the only one that would let him land a private jet on such short notice. This guy's got a private jet? I don't think it's his. That override hasn't made him that much money. Hey, you guys. Need any more time to order? Just another coffee, please. I think I'm gonna have the BLT. Uh, also, can I get a tuna melt on rye, but only half? Could you make the other half to go? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be right back with your order. Thanks. You hate tuna. I know. It's not for me. You don't have to order anything for me. I was gonna get something when we got to the hotel. You haven't been eating well for the past few days, and there's not much to you already, Patrick. A few more days of that and you'll disappear completely. I think I'll find my appetite in Wisconsin. Until then, I'll try harder to force myself to eat. Also, I'm pretty sure I heard you talking to someone last night after Lucas went to bed. You were up? On and off. It's hard for me to sleep in new places. It was another hallucination. It didn't last long. I have them under control. Who was it? My father. Oh, thank God. It wasn't the ceiling baby from train spotting again. That was some weird shit, huh? At least I no longer want to try heroin. <laughs> just joining us, we have been discussing the integration of keepers into our society. Now, though this is something that's been happening for the last 20 years or so, it's something that we've just started to see the effects of. 
20 years ago, there weren't a whole lot of children uh, that were grown, that had grown up in households with keeper parents. But here we are 20 years later, and we're starting to see what that is doing. The effects of, of having such such barbaric parents is starting to to make the children act in that way. Our crime rate is going up. It's, it's chaos. Am I giving up on her? Humor me, Frank. You're usually good about this without me asking. Weird. <laughs> hello, Patrick. I said hello. You look good. Well, better than the last time I saw you, anyway. Open your eyes. I'm not one of your hallucinations. This isn't real. He's not real. He's a black figure on a TV screen. Snap out of it, Patrick. Come on! How long are you going to keep this up? This is stress. This is just stress. Don't freak out. You freak out, and you'll wake up Marina, and then she'll freak out. Just take a deep breath. And if he's still there when you open your eyes... Remember, this is still just stress. You're trying so hard to just be normal. But it's pointless. All your so-called friends already know you're crazy. Well, the ones that are still alive, anyway. Even Marina thinks so. Shut up! Now, how long do you think Marina's gonna stick around and be your caretaker, hmm? You're completely content to spend the rest of your life playing house and trying to convince her to fall in love with you. But have you thought about what's going to happen when the first guy with a nice smile and all of his screws tightened comes along? She's going to leave you, Patrick. And then what do you do with yourself? Suicide, perhaps? You think about it all the time. But maybe losing the last thing you have will be enough to make it... More than just a thought. SHUT UP! Holy shit! Patrick! What just happened? Did, did you throw something at the TV set? The, the screen is cracked. I didn't mean to do that. It looks so real. What did you see? It was one of the guys that attacked me. At least, I think it was him. His voice sounded the same. Was it a nightmare? A hallucination? It had to be a hallucination. I haven't been asleep yet. I'm sorry for waking you up. It's okay, Patrick. Did... Did the light just cut on by itself? What? The light just came on as you woke up. Maybe it's one of those clapper things. They get triggered by more than just claps. Here. It's a Valium. Come on, Marina. I'm all pilled out. I can sleep without taking that. But can I sleep without you taking it? Please, Patrick. I've never felt threatened by a hallucination before. 
That's why I threw the glass. I couldn't get rid of him no matter how hard I tried, and for a second, I started to think he was real. I'm sure your anxiety levels are just through the roof right now. A lot has happened in the last 48 hours. If you're not asleep in 45 minutes, we'll try a sleeping pill. Okay. Hey, Dr. Malone. It's Patrick and Marina. I'm buzzing you in. This is some gig Dr. Malone landed. Oh, shit. There are universities that don't have labs this big. I'm in here. Patrick. Wow. I can't believe I'm looking at the adult version of you right now. It's been way too long. <laughs> I can't believe I'm what passes as an adult these days. Your father would be very proud of you. I really hope so. How was the flight? It felt very expensive. You didn't have to charter a jet for us. It was the safest way to get you here. And I really didn't do anything. The jet belongs to the Stanleys. I told them that your condition made it difficult for you to fly commercial. They wanted to help out. I'm very sorry to hear about Nani. She was a wonderful woman. I thoroughly enjoyed every conversation I ever had with her. Thank you. This lovely creature next to you must be your wife. Ah, yes. Uh, Dr. Malone, this is Marina. Marina, this is Dr. Daniel Malone. It's a pleasure to finally put a face to the name. I've heard a lot about you. The pleasure's all mine. Our lives are in danger, and I'm positive it's got something to do with the genetic overwrite. If it's still in my head, I need for it to be gone. I don't know what you're talking about. It's okay. Marina knows everything. It's not quite that simple, Patrick. If you need to do surgery and cut out part of my brain or something, I'm open to that. It's not like it'll make much of a difference. That overwrite isn't in your head. It's in you. It's canceling out the Huntington's gene. Huntington's gene? Your father really did leave you in the dark, didn't he? When you were a baby, your father discovered that the Huntington's gene had been passed down through your family for a few generations. Once he tested you and realized your chances of getting symptoms was high, he started working on the overwrite. It took him ten years, but he protected you from a pretty gruesome future. Why would he lie to me about it? You have no idea what Huntington's is, do you? Yes. I mean, I kinda do. I remember a section or two about it in a health book in high school. We both lied to you about it because we didn't want to scare you. You were a very curious and resourceful kid. Your father feared that if we would have told you the truth about what we were doing with the overwrite, that you would have found out all the horrifying information about Huntington's. The plan was to tell you the truth when you got a little older. But I guess neither one of us ever got around to it. So that whole hypnotizing act you two did to put the information in my head? That was all just for show? No. We injected you with the override instead. Your father did what he thought was right. Did you think it was right? You weren't my son. That's not what I asked you. Did you think it was right? I wouldn't have done it that way, no. But I did support your father's desire to protect you. He could have told me anything else. He could have told me he wanted to bury the instruction manual for a DVD player in my subconscious, but instead I got my head smashed in over something I don't even have! 
I know you don't remember Raymond extremely well anymore, but until the day he died, he looked for ways to make sure you knew how much you meant to him. He knew his work didn't always make you feel like you were a priority, so I think in his own way he was telling you he trusted you with the most important thing he ever created. It was his gift to you. Yes, I will have to remember to thank him for that in the next hallucination he appears in. I'm sorry I can't help you more, Patrick. I really am. If you want this to stop, you're going to have to find a way to defeat them. Defeat them? I don't know who you think I am, but I'd like to remind you that I take about 12 medications a day just to keep the half of my brain I still have in working order. I think you're being hard on yourself. I don't have any tricks up my sleeves! I don't know how to keep us alive, especially when the people after us know more about me than I do. The guy that attacked me in the woods, he took a sample of my blood because he knew that the overwrite was in my DNA. You told me he gave you the Shiner. You didn't mention that he took some of your blood. I didn't think it was worth mentioning before now. Can they do anything with that? It's unlikely, but it's not impossible. It would all depend on what kind of resources they have. The guy talked like there were way more than a few of them. They're an organization of some kind. They have an emblem. I saw it on the butt of his gun right before he hit me with it. Think you can draw it? Not very well, but I think I can give you the gist of it. I've seen that symbol before. Axton and I will work on looking this up. Do you realize you have so much more working in your favor than you think you do? You have the keen observance of your father. I know you can shoot a gun. If my target is wooden and doesn't move... You also have Marina. I'm afraid I've been quite useless so far, Dr. Malone. Everything you don't know, you'll figure it out as you go. That's what your father did. I can help you. Maybe not in the way you want me to, but there are still things I can do. And I'll have Axton's help as well. He's my lab assistant. We actually have a support system, Patrick. We're not alone in this. I'm starting to feel like we'll be okay. I hope you all still think that when you're dead. Excuse me. Daniel? Yes? He still knows nothing about who I am. Would you please be careful about what you say to him? Of course. I'm sorry, Marina. Out of My Head, starring Bradley William Smith, Mariana Mendonca, and Justin Kent. Featuring Stephen Kelly and Charlene Choi. Music by Robert Crisp. Written and directed by Amanda Mack. I'm Phil Keeling.